Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Ready? Play. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time it is in the world, wherever you are tuning in from here in Central Europe, it is a nice, bright, breezy and early 6.20 in the morning. Um, listen, we're going to get into a very short one about the draw. I'll be going into a much deeper dive on the uh, Indian Wells draw later on today. I expect, or sometime in the next 24 hours, but just some initial reactions to what took place um, a few hours ago. Let's start by looking at, uh, I would suggest, the the women's draw. I do think that there have been some winners and losers and some popcorn matches as well, potentially, to look forward to. I hope, by the way, you like this little image of the desert that I've got up on the screen. Um, by the way, make sure you hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you are new. And also let me know your thoughts on the tournament. Uh, yeah, so basically we've had the draw already. Uh, I will be going into a, uh, as I said, deep, deep dive on that much later on today. But just my initial thoughts are for the women. Igas Fiontech, not too bad, not too bad. I will get to um, Sabalenkas and a few others in a second. By the way, I have pinned in the live chat a couple of things. First of all, get voting on who you think is going to win um, this particular tournament uh, in Indian Wells. On the women's side, I've got um, votes available. And don't forget, you can become a member and enjoy certain perks. But in the meantime, just hit the like button and subscribe to the channel if you are new. Um, so yeah, anyway, let's get into the draw and just have a quick look at some of the things that could potentially be occurring. I've got there up on my screen initially, uh, Sabalenka's possible path 
to the final, beginning with Cornet potentially in round two. Cornet will have to win her first round match, uh, which is against uh, Rodina. But I would expect her to emerge uh, the winner from that particular encounter and therefore play Sabalenka. But it doesn't get any easier for Sabalenka after that. Vekic, of course, is a potential third round opponent. They played each other in Australia. We were speaking to, uh, I was speaking to Pam Shriver earlier on her um, Twitter spaces. And Pam did suggest that compared to the Australian Open match where Sabalenko ended up winning 6-3-6-2, she does feel as though Vekic's serve that particular day was a long way off where it can be. And she's optimistic that should they meet in the third round in Indian Wells, that we will see a very different match, particularly when it comes to Vekic's serve. She wasn't quite sure if it was the environment on Rod Laver Arena that particular day, but she had issues with the ball toss and it was actually going a bit further in front of her, Vekic. And not only that, Vekic is someone who is 14 and 2 this year and she's just coming off the back of a great win in Monterrey at a WTA 250. And by the way, of course, uh, she actually has Pam Shriver on as her coach. And Pam's actually uh, taking the reins uh, very much full-time for this tournament, but as Vekic's other coach is not going to be in Indian Wells in the desert. Anyway, if Sabalenka emerges the winner there, it's not getting any easier for her with Klaichikova in round four. Klaichikova, of course, played Sabalenka very recently uh, at a WTA 1000, and Klaichikova emerged the winner en route to winning that title uh, in Dubai. If anything... Sabalenka's route actually does get a little bit easier thereafter, in my opinion. I actually think the assignments posed by potentially Goff or Bencic or perhaps Sakari or Ostapenko or even Bagula would arguably be slightly easier than Krejcikova and an informed Donna Vekic. Let me know in the live chat what you think. And if you are watching retrospectively, you can also get in the comments below and let me know your thoughts. Okay, what else uh, can I take? Well, let's let's have a quick look at uh, Iga Sviontek's potential uh, route, potential path, if you like. Um, I think we are looking at maybe Liu in the second round, not too bad. Andrescu in the third round, perhaps Harad Maia, perhaps Raducanu in the fourth round, and so on and so forth. Let me just see if I can find the tweet that I, I put up with her potential route to the final. Uh, let me see. It'll be quite a few tweets ago, I would imagine. Um, oh, some nice popcorn potential matches here, by the way. Sviontek Andreescu in round three. Collins Garcia round two. Plenty of, plenty of popcorn potentials. Sabalenka Vekic, we've already touched on. Best Kostiuk as well, just won her first ever title at the age of 20. WTA 250 in Austin. She could come up against Bencic in round three. And so many others. Rebakana Badosa. Badosa, of course, is a former winner here from a couple of years ago. But she's a long way from that form. But potentially uh, a match in round three with a Rebakana to look forward to. Jaber Vondrusova. Who would be the favourite in that match? Maybe Hondrusova right now. Um, in fact, did they play each other in Australia? I think they may well have done. Uh, Jabur, Australian Open. 
2023. Did they play each other in Australia? Yeah, Von Brusseva winning that in three sets. And this is, of course, Joubert's first uh, tournament back uh, since then. Uh, so there's some nice popcorn matches to speak of there. Uh, City Pass's potential run. Uh, there's a nice little tweet as well regarding her, obviously, her first match against Liu or uh, Van Oitfank, uh, which will be in round two because uh, she will have a bye through to that round. Looking at Anjabur's potential run there, uh, that's obviously ignoring the fact that she may play Von Dursova in round three uh, with uh, them having Buskova as the most likely, or at least that's the seeded version, so to speak. Um, Steph's projected path. I would like uh, the projected path that I had for Svantec. Here it is. Yeah, so uh, Andrescu and then any one of these four. But for me, it's a slightly, not saying it's easy, but a slightly easier path to the final. Certainly in the first three or four rounds, uh, or the first two or three rounds, compared to uh, Sabalenka, of course, who's on the opposite side of the draw. Of course, from the quarterfinals, it does get much more tough, much more difficult uh, with potentially Garcia. Uh, in the quarterfinals there. Um, Garcia, of course, the WTA end-of-year finals champion uh, from Texas last year, but she's probably not reproduced that form yet this year because she lost to uh, Vekic a couple of days ago in Austin. Um, and then the semi-final, Rybakina would probably be the least um, most appealing for Sviontek fans in the semi-final. Of course, Rybakina did knock out uh, Sviontek in Australia recently, but I think Sviontek has kicked on since then uh, with some very good performances post-Australia. And then, of course, whoever you play in the final, it's going to be tough. Krajcikova, of course, beat her in the final in um, uh, in Dubai recently, and Krajcikova uh, has actually just beaten her back-to-back now, of course, having also beaten her in Ostrava last year. Sabalenka, we all know about the potential that she would pose uh, for Sviontek and Sabalenka also beat uh, Sviontek at the back end of last year at those WTA finals. Pagula as well, three players on the opposite side of the draw. I would suggest is good news that they're all on the opposite side of the draw and she'll only have to play one of these three, Pagula, Krajikova and Sabalenka, because all three have beaten Sviontek recently. All three. Um, so, there we go. Uh, let's just go back to some of the other tweets that I uh, posted earlier um, before we get into the men's side of things. Um, yeah, Garcia, by the way, just suggesting that she's found it quite difficult recently in that defeat in the final to Vekic. I think she took it quite badly. She had a, quite a lot of break points in that match. And make sure you check out uh, my chat with Mario and Damien regarding the previous seven days in tennis in the aptly named The Seven Days. Uh, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe to the channel so you can keep up to date with all things tennis, such as those videos and plenty, plenty more during the next few weeks as we go into the Sunshine Double of Indian Wells and Miami. Any more thoughts on this? Does anyone, by the way, have ons going very far? I personally don't. Probably don't have a getting to the latter stages, as in the quarterfinals or beyond. I just think this is her first tournament back, um, having had a few injuries at the beginning of the year, where she has missed um, uh, pretty much all the tournaments. In fact, all the tournaments since the Australian Open, where she wasn't quite in the best physical condition 
either. Uh, any other standout matches? This is uh, the men's side of the draw. Uh, With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah. So, yeah, any final thoughts? Make sure you get in the comment section. Get voting as well in the poll that I've pinned in the live chat. Or if you're watching this retrospectively, get in the comments below. Goff Anisimova, yeah, potential third round. That could be quite exciting. Let me know who you've got winning the tournament. Perhaps after the draw, you feel a bit more optimistic for Sviontek and a bit more pessimistic for uh, Sabalenka. That's the way I see it. Let me know as well as whether you think the conditions will play a part. Uh, I have been hearing a lot of things about this is a traditionally so, slower court, slower scenario, higher bounce. Although Pam Shriver did suggest uh, in the chat we had in the spaces earlier that um, perhaps maybe it's uh, not as slow as maybe I'm I'm believing. Uh, also, let me know what you think about the men's side. It seems to be a bit of a depleted draw with so many players either absent through injury or carrying injuries going into the tournament. And by the way, Stevens against Kennan. Are you excited about that? Um, okay, cool. Any other thoughts for me? Uh, on the women's side. Not really, because I want to keep this brief and I want to go into a much deeper dive uh, later. Oh, by the way, and also become a member if you can, because you'll get to, uh, and there's a join thing that I've pinned. If you become a member, you will get some exclusive videos and the opportunity to send badges and so much more in the live chat. And I'm going to be doing a video with Damien later today exclusively for members on uh, Nicholas Jarry's win in Santiago, home win for the Chilean there. And I'll be speaking to Damien and that video will be exclusively available to members. So come and join the tennis, Talking Tennis community, help support the channel and get some plenty of really cool perks. Um, cool. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, just a, a aside. Yep, heard some good news regarding Milos Raonic. He should be back in time for the grass court season. It's been far too long without the Canadian. And that brings me nicely over to the men's side of the draw. Sinner, by the way, Yannick Sinner may be a dark horse for some of you regarding this tournament. That would be a hell of a quarter, uh, fourth round match if him and Runa came up against each other. Dominic team. Do we feel anything about team? I would say this year has probably been a step back in his return to the sport. And I think more the longer this continues, the more and more the doubts will mount as to whether we're ever going to see the Dominic team of 2018, 2019 and 2020 US Open champion, of course. Um, Stefano Tsitsipas, uh, his path... Uh, would be a great one if we... Mon Monfils, by the way, are excited about Gail Monfils's return? Let me know either in the live chat or in the comments below if you are pumped about that. He's kind of come from nowhere. He's back on the tour. He's been absent for about six months. So great to see him back. And I know many people are excited about that. But Sitsipas is one of the players, along with 
Cam Noy with fatigue and uh, Alcaraz with the hamstring. Sitsipas is another one where there are injury concerns going into this tournament with the shoulder and a potential third round with Cressy, obviously a tricky one. And then it doesn't get any easier with TFO and Rublev. Rublev, who, of course, he said had few tools and who beat him despite those few weapons at the end of year finals last year. And Rublev, of course, just been in a final recently at ATP 500. And we haven't seen Sitsipas too much since Australia. We know we saw him in Rotterdam, but he wasn't quite 100% there. And uh, yeah, went out to cinema, I believe. Um, but his path to the final, yeah, I'd say just just par. Not super difficult, super easy, neither or. And at the top of the draw, of course, on the men's side uh, is Alcaraz. Probably a bit like Eager. I would say that his quarter, not too bad. Tommy Paul is probably the the most likely. Maybe Felix um, in terms of a potential uh, semi-final, I think that would be. Uh, we've got probably uh, Alcaraz here against, yeah, Brandon Holt. That could be exciting. After that, maybe Griegspor. After that, maybe PCB. That's not a bad route, in my opinion, to the quarterfinals where Tommy Paul or her catch could be lying in wait. So for me, probably a slight win for Alcaraz. Let me know your thoughts either in the live chat or below. Last year's reigning champion, Taylor Fritz. Again, I think a lot of these players perhaps are benefiting from the absence of Djokovic, of course, who's not able to enter the country due to his vaccine status. Rafa Nadal, of course, is injured. Uh, Sebi Cordo, I think, would have been a player that we may have considered as a potential semi-finalist or even a finalist, but he's out through injury as well. Brooksby is another who is absent. Um, and then with these doubts over various players, and we've got Holger Runa down here. Holger Runa, potential uh, quarterfinal, I think that would be for Taylor Fritz. That could be an, uh, a, a popcorn match, but that's a much further down the line. Before that, um, Dimonor, what do we think about his chances? Chorich really hasn't done a great deal. We've had a few injuries and stuff, but we've not really seen anything from him since that amazing run in Cincinnati. But maybe you disagree with me and you think Chorich is on to have a good tournament. Let me know in the comment section. Don't forget to like this video and subscribe to the channel if you are new. Uh, but before I leave you, I will just have a quick look at the lower half of the draw. We've got Dan Medvedev there up against Dan Medvedev. Do we ever call him that? Or Daniel? Whatever. A potential second round match between him and John Isner. Although others might well think Nakashima. Maybe the clash of the Americans, by the way, is at least in terms of match, maybe the most evenly matched one. I think that really is 50-50. Let me know if you think Isner or Nakashima are going to prevail but a medvedev zverev match and i do think zverev is one person that has made giant strides in the last few weeks and i do expect him to continue those strides at indian wells um and a match up against daniel medvedev that could be very very interesting second third fourth round very interesting, particularly as maybe Zverev is probably slightly ahead of that ranking of, of 12 or seeding of 12 at this tournament, bearing in mind where I think he is on his road to recovery. Uh, Rublev, Shapovalov, 
potential third round there. What do we think about Berrettini? By the way, for those of you wondering, John, what are my predictions? I will be doing a very, very, very detailed prediction video for you probably later on today, certainly some point in the next 24 hours, detailing exactly who I think is going through in every single match, just like I did for the Australian Open. Okay. Uh, any other final thoughts on this? Cressy uh, there, as we touched on, potential third-round opponent for Stefanos Tsitsipas. Um, but before that, uh, Cressy will have to defeat a qualifier in the second round. Tiafo, I know JG from Game to Love is big on him. Cam Nori as well. Gene, I know, has got a, 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 a good feeling about Cam Nori and could go all the way here. Of course, he has won this tournament before when it was held. I think it was in October of 2021, I believe. Okay, listen, that's the draw. For those of you wondering, uh, perhaps I should leave us with this little image. So before I leave you, make sure you hit that like button. Emma Beats, eager for me. Hi, Trisha. Nice to have you uh, with us, by the way. I haven't seen you for a while. Trisha, make sure you hit that like button. I'm sure you've already subscribed to the channel anyway. Uh, keep your comments coming in. Um, I'm not convinced that Emma Beats, eager... I think if Emma gets to the fourth round, I would say that would be a big step for her in the right direction. Let me know whether you disagree. And maybe if you think she's going to be eager, by the way, if Emma can be eager, I guess you think she can win the whole tournament, I guess. Um, anyway, um, make sure you hit that like button. And for those of you tuning in that haven't already subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the channel. And Trishan, by the way, I am going to be going through every single match at this tournament and giving you my thoughts and a prediction uh, some point in the next 24 hours before things get underway on Wednesday night, I think it is, Wednesday night for me here in Europe. Okay, brief kind of look back on the draw, some of my overall thoughts, sharing the draw with you, getting your thoughts, getting your questions. Make sure you get in the comment section below this video and I will try and respond to those retrospectively. But uh, yeah, for the rest of you, uh, thanks for stopping by and I'll speak to you all again very soon. And you know the protocol. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe and click that notification bell so you don't miss out on all things tennis. Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. 
If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.